Hello and welcome to the Geeks Guide. I'm Ryan Dawes, tech journalist and all-round geek. I'm here with my partner in crime, Lucy McKell. Hello. And what a day we have chosen to kick off a new geek-related podcast. We have a new Doctor Who series launched, we have news about Star Wars, and so I suppose we better get started with Doctor Who. So the first, uh, we just watched the first episode. What did you think of it? I really enjoyed it. I think that it is Doctor Who back to where it used to be. Yeah, I kind of thought that. Like, I like that it was very slightly creepy. It wasn't quite hide behind the sofa, but it yeah, was... Yeah, it definitely wasn't, like, midnight or anything like that level of creepy. But, yeah, it's definitely... Like, I don't think that they need a pat on the back or anything. It's kind of more, this is where it was a couple of seasons ago, and it's. I'm glad that it's back up to that level. Definitely. I mean, looking at some of the trailers before, I was a bit concerned that it was still going to be a little bit cheesy. Um... But I do like where where it's gone. I mean, Capaldi now feels like he's fit into the role quite well. I feel like viewers is... always kind of need a season or two to get into a new Doctor anyway, because you get quite a um, kind of attachment to the current Doctor, I yeah, guess. Yeah, definitely. And <clears throat> yeah, I think with the... Obviously, yeah, it's still a little bit cheesy. Yeah, but, but I think that's good. But they've worked it's... it in a lot better now. It's not just pure cheese, it's adequate moments of it yeah yeah nobody wants just pure cheese uh, <laughs> what do we think about the new companion bill i like bill i think she's come oh, well awfully it's only the first episode but she seems quite curious and quite passionate and um i'd like what they've done with the last couple of companions making them a little bit different awfully clara um said it's smaller on the outside which mm-hmm. is awfully very different to what they've all said um which they do reference in that episode but then bill says um, Doctor What instead of Doctor Who. So again, it's just that little bit of yeah. I mean, I like her. She's um, she seems quite relatable. Uh, obviously, like the fact that obviously her, her character is gay, um, which is sort of quite a good thing for the sci-fi sort of realm because of it's always been sci-fi that's pushed diversity and, yeah, and that I kind did of thing with Star Wars and reading a little sorry Star Trek, Star Wars as well. Very different races <laughs> and uh, and that in. It was um, reading a little bit before the episode had come out. Um, they'd made quite a big thing about not wanting to make her gender a big thing. Yeah. Like not wanting to make... But then it kind of, while it was watching the episode, kind of the whole episode then revolved around her relationship with Heather. Yeah, but I so suppose was... not her gender as such. Like, she's almost a slightly sort of tomboy kind of character from what I'm getting so Oh, yeah, far. definitely, yeah. But... Yeah, she's not like a girly girl. And hopefully they do kind of... But they mention the fact that she is um, gay a couple of times. Yeah. So hopefully, first of all, they do it a little bit comically with the... I hope they don't kind of go over the top with it because, like, some of these... They do a bit wrong, like trying to force it a bit too hard, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that it definitely. just seems a bit sort of fake. Like I kind of felt that with Torchwood a little bit by the end. I um, didn't watch too much of Torchwood, so yeah. I mean, the first the first couple of series was good. Then it was almost a bit too much. It just felt kind of forced yeah. at, at that point. Um, which you've kind of got to be careful to get the right sort of balance, I think, with that kind of thing. But it's it's good what they're doing. Mm. Um, and so obviously there's been quite a bit of Star Wars um news. This week, oh, um, moving on very quickly. Did you have more to say? I on had too? just. A, it okay. was a little bit when you said about how you fi- you said you feel like Capaldi's coming into the role quite well and stuff, and you got used to it. And obviously, it's now been announced that he's 
especially with the like spoiler alerts, but it has been announced a lot of places that he's regenning at the end of this series. It's yeah, not this at is the Christmas be special his anymore. Last series, yeah, like, it's at the feel. end of this week, and it's actually um. I want to say Chris Marshall, I think is his name, the actor that's taking over. He's, he's been announced that, oh, that wow. he's the 13th okay. Doctor. Are you not aware of this? No, I wasn't aware. So yeah. um, Chris Marshall is in, um, I think he's in a program called Death in Paradise, but you'd probably know him better as Nick from My Family. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 So he's actually been announced as the next Doctor at the end I of the like series. Be quite good. Yeah, I think it'd be quite good. I think he'll take it back to Tennant ever so slightly. I think he'll have more of a Tennant. Yeah. Then at like a Capaldi or an Eccleston, like he'll be a little bit more Yeah. Out like comic. See, I feel like sort of people kind of glaze over uh, Matt Smith, like because um, he was Yeah, he was he was very similar to David Tennant. It almost felt like a David Tennant kind of copycat in a way. Um whereas at least Capaldi's brought a whole sort of another style to it. See, and... I kind of the issue is with Matt Smith and he was an excellent doctor and he had an excellent storyline. But I feel like Amy and Rory took over a little bit. Yeah. Like, see, um, I always felt them as companions were were just felt a bit awkward because there's nearly obviously it's not going to be the case with um, this current series, but there was always a sort of relationship, wasn't there, between um, the Doctor and uh, his companion? Well, not always, but most of the time. And there obviously was um, that kind of thing there with Amy, but then her boyfriend was there as well, so it felt like this really kind of odd. Yeah, sort of triangle threesome kind of thing. Well, they've still kind of got that triangle thing going on because obviously they've got um, Lucas playing. I cannot remember the character's name at all. Yeah, but playing kind of the butler guy. And I do like him. He he brings a a good sort of level of comedy to it. Well, he's been. I think he's been toned back quite a lot. When we first originally saw him, like a couple of seasons ago, he was kind of I think a bit too comical. So they've brought him back a little bit. And in this episode, he worked with Bill quite nicely, had a few extra levels in there and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think they've kind of reined him in a little bit, which is going to work quite well. Yeah. Right. So now if I can move on to... Yeah, sure. I I could talk about Doctor Who, like, because you have not talked about Missy, not talked about Master and how that's going to work. There's so many things that we could carry on talking about. Well, I'm sure we will in in upcoming (laughs) episodes. Um, But yeah, Star Wars, another big sort of geek thing. Obviously, you've not been into the sort of Star Wars universe too much. I mean, only sort of uh, the the past couple of years have got you to sit down and and watch. Finally watch them all. Watch most of them, yeah. Um, I mean, what did you think of the most recent film? Um, the most recent film being... The Force Ro- Awakens. Force Awakens. Um, yeah, see, this is the thing. I kind of... Oh, sorry. Yeah, the actual latest film um, was Rogue One, but obviously that was a spin-off. Yeah. Um, in fact, both, your thoughts on both of those films? Um, yeah, see, this is the thing. The only issue with... Because I kind of... I've watched a lot of... Or watched all of them in quite a short amount of time. Like, they didn't... I didn't watch them as they were released and all of that. And also, my memory's not too great. They all kind of merge into one just a little bit. Yeah, no, I understand So that. I could start talking about one thing and you'll be like, um, that's like the 
fourth episode. Yeah, and... I mean, I I would have difficulty getting it all into sort of chronological order. I mean, it's a very deep sort of involved universe. I mean, some people will, will sit and watch the series about twenty times over. I mean, I've I've watched it about twice over now, so I don't know everything sort of about it. So see, I talk to I've got a couple of people in my work that are quite big Star Wars fans, mm-hmm. and apparently I upset them when I talk about Star Wars. Okay, right, like, let's not so, uh, <laughs> because I'm kill there, like going, audience oh, you you mean you mean the guy that did the thing and did the thing with the woman and with the, the mask castle and, the, and, and the yeah, and they're like what castle? And I'm like, you know the big castle where she stole the lightsaber and they're like yeah that's not a castle like, well it looks like a castle <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not i'm i i have enjoyed them and i um i have enjoyed them at kind of face value more than anything in depth i've not awfully got any of the inside jokes or in you know little bits like that but at face value they're decent enough films i'm sorry but i'm not I don't think I'm ever going to be a big Star Wars fanatic, really. Yeah, but you can just appreciate them for, yeah, for what exactly. they are. Yeah, exactly. They are good bits of... And it amazed me when you pointed out that that character was completely CGI. Because yeah, I didn't really notice general, it until though. you pointed it out. And then I could kind of only notice that, which was... Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was really good CGI, but you could tell it was CGI. And it was a little bit creepy, because obviously... Um, the guy has passed away. I can't actually remember his name uh, now off the top of my head. But yeah, I mean, it was it was really cleverly done. Obviously, yeah. he was a really important character in the story, so they kind of had to bring him back. Um, but yeah, it was good. But another piece of Star Wars news that came out um, just conveniently yeah. this week is the uh, a new Star Wars Battlefront game. Um, so we played a little bit of Star Wars Battlefront. Um, yeah. It was a just the like small kind of split screen co-op yeah. bit that they had in that game is more sort of based around kind of challenges and that sort of thing the new one will actually have a full campaign with it and the console versions will be able to is it, split screen through that so. is it got a free reign cam like a free reign as a, as free as a campaign can be or is it kind of following the film's plot yeah, so it fits in um, chronologically um, just before um, The Force Awakens. Um, I believe that's right. But <laughs> it's going to be interesting because if you're actually playing as the bad guys, um, quote-unquote, because you're, you're playing as uh, an officer, I think it is, in the Imperial Navy, or just a soldier, um, who is assent- who are essentially the Nazis, but um, okay. yeah, I mean it's yeah. <laughs> you um, couldn't see my weird like head. Yeah, commu- that's the problem with Bordeaux. Um, but yeah, I mean they are essentially the Nazis, but they they kind of have a challenge on their hands trying to make them kind of approachable and almost see from their perspective, yeah. kind of thing. So you're not playing as sort of you know the rebels and the, the sort of good guys in this yeah. so it's gonna be interesting so how it's that not following out. you're not essentially playing out as a character in the movie following the plot line of the movie then yeah you're it's not playing of any a... of the current ones it's going to be another sort of rogue one spin-off kind right, of thing okay. in a way um yeah, that but it just be sort interesting. Of is it gonna be like a shooter game I am, i'm assuming yeah it'll be a shooter game um very similar obviously to the to the old one um but yeah, I just hope that at least in our multiplayer we can have some uh, ground to space combat because that was the ones that I missed uh, 
pre probably before you ever played um <laughs> any Battlefront games when uh, they were on the Xbox one maybe not the latest xbox one but the original xbox <laughs> might have been the xbox 360 but i think it was the original xbox yeah. um where you could kind of go along and you could jump into a ship and you could fly up into and like dock your ship into a bigger one and just blast them all up and that was fun i don't know if you could tell in my voice but that was a lot of fun they took it out in the latest one so hopefully they expand it a little bit um make it a bit bigger that'd be great um so I went to VR World Congress um, this past week uh, here in Bristol, and I mean, it's just blown my mind how much virtual reality has evolved over the past year, and obviously it's still not really sort of hit sort of mass consumerism yet. Um, I mean, later on when Project Scorpio is released, the latest update to the Xbox, um, and the sort of virtual reality comes out for that, it's probably going to reach a much bigger consumer base and really start getting adopted. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've given you a taste of virtual reality with essentially a, a souped-up cardboard, Google Cardboard headset. So that's sort of really at its basic level. But what did you kind of think about the experiences that I showed you? I did enjoy it. It's VR's been one of those things that I... I kind of got the hype when I tried it the first couple of times. It was one of those that like, yeah, okay, for a few times it might be fun and then it'll kind of get put away in a cupboard and I'll forget I have it. And then when I'm doing a clean and I go, oh, look at this and I'll try it a few more times. Yeah, sure. It's not something that I would purposely keep out. and. But then, yeah, again, the stuff that we did today, like you showed me a few different types of, so there was the climbing one, which did trip me out a little bit that yeah so i mean that i wanted to show you because it was an example of kind of um being able to put yourself into situations that would probably be unsafe for the mo- for the majority of us but experience them in a safe kind of way um and informative as well yeah so it's... well the shark one that you did i really enjoyed but again that might just be the fact that i am I prefer animals over yeah. rocks anyway sort yeah. of thing. But yeah, like that one I did enjoy. And I did find myself like swerving my body to try and avoid Everyone sharks. Everyone does. It's, it's but, a natural thing. Um, but yeah, the the climbing one I, I enjoyed and it was like informative, but I probably wouldn't choose to go down that sort of route if I was picking which one. Yeah. You also did like a news one and that as a concept I think is a really interesting and quite exciting idea you'd have to do it right i mean that's the one i deliberately showed you first because that's where i think it has the most potential to have the biggest impact um and in fact the content i showed you was um from a studio called riot and they're basically uh, mainly an activist sort of uh, platform, I guess. Yeah, see, that did kind of come across. Now that a lot of I didn't know that going into it, but yeah. now you've said that, that does kind of come across in how they do it. Yeah, I mean, they did, um, I think I mentioned it to you in the past, but this whole thing with uh, solitary confinement, and you could essentially experience it uh, in virtual reality and essentially how inhumane it is. And there was a guy um, that they profiled that got put in solitary confinement for ridiculous amount of times i think time i think it was about 15 20 years something like that and um when they did psychological profiles like even um like an hour can have like serious psychological effects and so um riot put people basically into solitary confinement in virtual reality and everyone that came out then 
well, I say everyone, it was about 98% of people signed a petition to outlaw the practice um, for a certain period of time in yeah. a certain state. Um, so it kind of shows the big kind of impact virtual reality can have. Yeah, definitely. We got we got heavy quickly, didn't we? Yeah, um, it does. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, if they'd have to do it right, this sort of immersing yourself into the big news that's going on in the day. Um, in the world, you you would have to do it right because there's a very fine line between it being informative and it being, I don't know, like propaganda or being biased. You'd have it, yeah, you'd have definitely. to be very very careful with doing it, but it is a really interesting idea. Yeah, I mean, what's kind of good about it as well is it it almost sort of kills the concept of fake news in a way because of you can put yourself in the situations. Like you said, you can kind of give a bit of a biased slant on it. Um, but, you know, when, you know, you can experience, well, not experience, but kind of have some idea of the kind of stuff people are going through in, like, Syria and that kind of thing, then... I'm intrigued how they would... They would do it so that you can experience that. Like, what would they have? Just someone going into a room into in Syria and film it for 20 well, yeah, minutes? Yeah, I mean, I or... suppose well, I mean, it's, it's the same as, um, you know, videographers who are in the press that put themselves on the front lines today, so they've got virtual reality cameras, so you could essentially be in a warfare zone, sort of around kind of bombs being dropped and snipers and, you know, all that stuff, And but you'd be able to experience it sort of firsthand, and yeah. because, you know, it's it, it's the same with sort of a lot of, uh, you know, leaders and commanders and stuff it's all right for you know trump to say Let, oh yeah just, just sign off to you know bomb this place but you're detached from the scenario when you're actually being able to kind of see it more firsthand then it gives more human element i guess yeah yeah i do agree with that yeah so it's, it's a powerful tool but like you said it's it's going to be getting it right yeah definitely that's going to be the big one yeah um, right, so we also just wrapped up, getting a bit more lighthearted again. Yeah, let's go back away from the politicalness, <laughs> shall we? Um, it, we just fin- wrapped up the season one of uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. A little uh, bit late, but we got a little there. bit late. Yeah, so we're um, we still got season two to go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it sort of had fallen off my radar, but I'm I'm glad that we watched it now because of I think it's a fantastic series. Yeah, it's definitely it's kind of like a mixture of a few of my current favorite shows yeah which is quite nice um it's one of those that you kind of i think you do have to stick with it through the first couple of episodes i was gonna say you seemed a little bit unsure on the first couple um like i was gonna say do you want to you know carry on watching some of your programs and it'll be something i can watch in my work breaks and that kind of thing but i think you've you've definitely got into it by the end (laughs) (laughs) quoting thor quite a lot um yeah the yeah, you have to stick with it for the first couple of episodes, I think. But I think that's more just as it builds the story up. And yeah, it's a lot. And obviously, the pilots for a lot of these things are always a bit sh- shaky to begin with. Yeah. Um, and also, obviously, the captain who uh, is the same actor who played Rory in Doctor Who. Yeah, that was hard to get out that of. That was hard to kind of get out of your head for a little while, but yeah. But that's the same thing. This is another thing, is I'm quite a fan of a program called Suits. And um, kind of towards the end of the first season... 
Um, a, a, a character from Just a League of America makes an appearance as a trailer towards the second one, and he's the main character in that. Yeah. So I feel it's... like the second series, I might have a little bit of an issue just trying to adjust out of that. Yeah. Which is awfully always, always the case. I mean, it's the same with uh, the actor who plays Snark, because obviously the guy in Prison Break in that as well. And... Oh, that's true. I never so... watched Prison Break, but I was aware that that was a link. Yeah. So, you know, it's... But it's just really clever um, how it ties in. And DC just do TV series really well. Their yeah. movies are a bit hit and miss, I find. They're either yeah. really good or really boring. Whereas Marvel, it's flipped. almost, yeah, flipped. Like, their movies are awesome. Um, their TV series can often be a little bit shaky. Um, I'm trying to think, other than S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm trying to think of a Marvel TV series. So it's mainly all the stuff they do with Netflix. Um, so it's Luke Cage and uh, recently Iron Fist and also Jessica Jones. And so all of all of the things that I'm letting the geek side down on by not <laughs> watching. you haven't watched yeah. yet. I mean, a lot of them you haven't missed sort of too much, uh, really. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're not missing a lot there. Mostly, it's the DC stuff I find on the on the TV side that's good. Yeah, but I've watched quite. I can think of quite a few DC TV programs that I've watched. Yeah. So I've watched The Flash. I've watched Legends of Tomorrow. I've watched Supergirl. I've watched. Um, um, oh, what's it called? Oh, that's really going to no. bug me now. Slip that's gone. Yeah. No, I'll come back to you later. Um, I just flat it out. Yeah, they are good. Thing. I mean, the one that I Gotham. really... Gotham. There you go. Yeah, and that is a, that is a spectacular one yeah. as well. Um, the series that I really want to get you into at some point is Smallville, um, which is obviously um, going back a little bit now, but that's, that is a fantastic series. That's probably one of my all-time favourite TV series, and that's obviously based on Superman yeah, yeah. and his origin yeah, story. Yeah, my mum my and my sister were quite big Smallville fans. I just... I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, we're learning new stuff um, about each other I all just, the time. I just kind of missed it I think I just kind of oh by doing that you missed out, you missed out. <laughs> I think I was just a bit yeah young for the beginning of it maybe I can't yeah. remember had other stuff had the uh, schoolwork and coursework yeah, and all yeah, the other stuff going on all right well that's um it for this episode I think so thanks for listening and uh hopefully tune in next time when is next time? When is next time? Is it Probably. in the past? Is it in the future? <laughs> you watched the... <laughs> too much Legends tomorrow. Oh, I watched so much Legends of tomorrow. Too much Legends tomorrow. Another <laughs> Doctor Who. All of this time, malarkey stuff is uh, it's clearly into your brain at the moment, right? So um, yeah, we will definitely see you at some point in the future. Um, so <laughs> tune in either next week or maybe in a fortnight. I don't know quite when we're gonna yeah. set this up yet. We'll but figure it out. Hopefully, at least once a month. <laughs> yeah. So listen in next time. And uh, yeah, thanks again for listening.